What's going on family? Let's talk about something that's been buzzing in the tech world, AI safety and security. How do you feel about the rapid advancements in AI and the potential risk that it brings? Have you heard of the stories about AI being tricked? It's a real concern, but fear not because there's a real solution, AI Red Teaming. You see, AI Red Teaming is all about stress testing. You see, AI models and deployments to prevent unauthorized access and data leaks. It's about ensuring that your AI can't be tricked into providing information beyond its intended use. And guess what? You don't have to do it alone. My friends over at HackerOne has a community of over 750 active hackers specializing in AI security testing. You see, in a recent engagement, just 18 hackers identified over 100 valid findings in just two weeks. That's the power of ethical hackers. Wow. So if you want to ensure the safety and security of your AI deployments, look no further. Head over to HackerOne.com and explore their AI red teaming services. With strategic flexibility, rapid deployment, and a hybrid talent strategy, HackerOne has everyone, everything you need to safeguard your AI. Don't let AI keep you up at night. Visit HackerOne.com today and rest easy knowing that your AI is in safe hands. These five strategies will change your life. And number three is my personal favorite. So I'm gonna give you the first P right here, purpose. Here's number one, purpose. You got to define your money goal. Cause I don't believe that you can balance life well. I think you gotta set priorities. Oh man, I, I work 10 hours a day. You still got another, what's that? 12 hours. No, 14 hours. <laughs> what are you doing? You guys, the same way I budget my money, I also budget my time. Now, before we hop into today's show, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Now let's jump into the video. According to a recent study done by Reliable Plan, only 20% of people set money goals for themselves, which means that 80% of you all, 80% of us, 80% of people don't set any money goals at all. And one of the reasons that this bothers me is because how do we expect to accomplish something if we do not actually set down, sit down and have a vision? The Bible says that where there is no vision, that's where people perish. And the reason why some of you are not reaching your money goals is because you haven't taken the time to actually sit down and write out your money goals. You see, what's even more unfortunate when it comes to this situation is that out of the 20% of the people who actually set out and put something on paper, only 30% of those 20% actually succeed when it comes to their financial money goals. And so today I want to walk through five P's. You all know me from the six P's that my father taught me growing up, proper prior planning, events, poor performances. But today I came up with my own five P's <laughs> uh, that I think is going to be, is going to help us reach our money goals. And when I say reach our money goals, I'm talking about, I want to get out of debt. Why are you not getting out of debt? I want to build wealth. Why are you not building wealth? 
I want to uh, go buy my dream home. I want to um, go and buy my wife or, or my future wife her wedding ring and pay for it cash. Why are we not hitting our money goals? You want to be able to uh, send your kids to college 100% debt free, but you haven't really set out and written down the plan. See, a lot of us really have not set down to write out our money goals. And you're wondering why you're living paycheck to paycheck. It's because you don't have a vision. You are not taking the time to really sit down and to process how to get to where you want to go. So I'm going to give you the first P right here, purpose. Here's number one, purpose. you got to define your money goal. Purpose. Write it down. Put it in the chat. If you are listening to this on podcast, I want you to repeat after me and say purpose. What's your purpose? purpose. Before you can start working on your goal, you got to make sure it's something that you genuinely, and I mean this, genuinely want uh, to pursue and that you're doing it for the right reasons, right? You know, uh, one useful exercise uh, to determine if a goal aligns with your life purpose is to really sit down and say, you know what, what is it that I want to do? Where is it that I want to go? Um, uh, before we can really set down what's the purpose of your money goal, you got to identify what's the purpose of your life. Uh, what do you want to accomplish? Where do you want to go? You see, your money has to be congruent. It has to align with your life vision. What do I mean by that? You know, for me, it's I know my vision on today's uh, in today's day and time. My vision when it comes to um, the world, right, is I want to be the guy that helps you, that helps people experience freedom financially, experience freedom spiritually, and experience freedom when it comes to joy in their life. And so anything that it comes with money, I mean, it has to be aligned, it has to be congruent, it has to work hand in hand with that goal. Prime example, let's go down to a very basic um, um, alignment, right? Think about it when you have a car. Um, my Range Rover, I remember the Range Rover is probably the car that gets out of alignment Often, if I hit a um, um, a road, if I hit a little, what do you call those things, uh, huh? Potholes. potholes. If I hit a pothole, um, the thing immediately gets out of alignment. And I can tell when it gets out of alignment because if I take my hand off of the wheel or if I have my hand on the wheel, just this little light touch, it'll start going to the right. It'll start going to the left. It'll start veering off. And what you don't even understand is that a lot of people say, okay, cool, just hold the wheel a little bit to the left if it's pulling to the right. But here's the problem that you're going to have. Now you're forcing the car to go back this way. And the problem that you have is that the car was designed to follow the wheels. So now you put more wear and tear on the vehicle because the car is not aligned. And if your goals are not aligned with your vision, you're putting more wear and tear on your life, on your future, on your values, because you haven't set the time to have your goals aligned with your vision. I'm going to let you sit there one more time. If, if, if you sit down, here's a good exercise. This is what I want you to do. I want you to sit down and write down all of your goals, money goals. I want you to I'll actually open up your bank account. I want you to open up your bank account the last three months. And I want you to look at where have you spent all of your money? Ooh, let's, 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 let's go deeper. Let's go deeper. Before you even open up your bank account, I want you to write down all of your vision. What do you want to do in life? Are you ready to leave that job and start that business? 
Are, are, are you, are you um, um, desiring to get out of debt? Are you ready to pay off all of your consumer debt? Um, 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 is your vision is to purchase a home? Is your vision to give uh, to a nonprofit, to, to, to your local church? I want you to write down the vision that you have for your life. I want you to write down that. And then when you write down that vision, I want you to open up your bank statements from the last three months. And I want you to look at exactly where did you spend your money? Mm. And what we're going to find is that nearly 90% of you all, your, your money is not going to match your vision. And you're going to see that you need to sit down and you really, 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 really need to sit down and say, you know what? Okay, this is where I want to go. I got to change how I'm dealing with my money. And if your goal, if your money goals do not align with the plan, the plan that you have for your life, it might be time for you to reconsider your priorities. It's period. It might be time for you to sit back and say, you know what, 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 what's, what's the purpose? Where am I going? Why am I doing what I'm doing? Someone asked me um, here last month, I had the opportunity to go down to um, ILS and um, serve uh, for Bishop um, uh, Jakes on his pre-show. And they said, man, why are you so passionate? You know, why are you so passionate about what you do? I said, because I believe one of my purpose assignments on this earth is to help people get out of debt, to eliminate consumer debt, and start the process of being financially free, of having true financial freedom. And it was like, what are you doing with that? How, how are you making sure that you're, you're, you're accomplishing that purpose? That's easy. You know, every one of my staff, I pay for them to sit down with a financial advisor. I'm the money guy, but it's like, hey, you know what? I want them to win at home. Something that Bishop Jakes really taught us last month is we have to win at home. And, and my purpose is to help people. And I got to make sure to go even go deeper than that, not just the people who watch me, who follow me, who trust me, but even my team members. And so, boom, watch this. That's my purpose to help people. If you look at my bank account, I paid the financial advisor. It aligns. Are you ready to transform your career in 2023? I want you to consider Bethel School of Technology, the world's only Christian online tech bootcamp. With African-Americans representing just 7.9% of the tech workforce in the U.S., it's time to bridge that gap and create more opportunities for everyone in this booming industry. Bethel Tech is committed, and I mean this, they're committed to providing accessible, lucrative, and fulfilling tech careers for all individuals. In their comprehensive nine-month program, you'll master essential skills to kickstart your technology career today. The earning potential is crazy impressive. Indeed reports that software developers in the U.S. earn, on average, about $103,000 per year. What? Choose from programs like cybersecurity and UI UX design and ignite your tech career with passion and with purpose. Forget about accumulating and racking up debt and invest just nine months to revolutionize the next nine years of your professional life. Embrace your potential with Bethel Tech and achieve your career aspirations today. Hey, visit anthonyoneal.com forward slash Bethel or click the link in today's show notes to register and take the first step towards a bright future in technology. Hey, talking about a bright future, let's get back to today's show. And some of you all are battling things and it doesn't align. Another thing on a personal side, I desire marriage. And, and you know, I had to really step up my game on how I, on how I do things. And one of the things that I did was if I said I want to be married, 
If you look at my bank account, I have a savings account specifically for my wife. So whenever I do find her, the wedding ring is already paid for. All I gotta do is go find the ring that she desires, go to the bank account, and as long as that ring is inside of my budget, don't get it twisted. <laughs> um, as long as that ring is inside my budget, I can go to the bank account and pay for it instantly. My goal is that when we walk into when we walk into the, the spot and she says that's the ring and it's within my budget, I take her home, I come right back to the spot and I pay cash for the ring. Everything's about alignment. Everything is about alignment. My goal is that I can build my wife her dream home. And recently, I was about to go out there and build my dream home. But if my purpose is to be a husband, is to serve and to be the provider for my wife, then I say, you know what? Let me stack this money. Let me go maybe buy an investment home. But instead of building my dream home, let me wait. So I put that money to the side. So that way I can align with my purpose and my vision and my goals. And I boom, when I get married, we can move forward. So, so the first P is purpose. It's purpose. I want you to just really sit down and define your goals. Some of y'all are single parents. If you do not, if your goal is, I want to set my kids up to win. I want to set my kids up to where they can go to college debt free. I want to set my kids up to where when they get in middle school and high school, I can send them to private college. And if I look at your bank account and you don't have a 529 set up for them, you don't have a custodial Roth IRA set up for them. You don't have something for investments. You don't really care about that. That's not your purpose. That's not you. You're not setting any goals for your kids. If I look at that and I see you got a whole bunch of name brand items, your hair is done, ladies, and guys, you, you, you write and type, but I don't see where your money is aligned with your goal for your kids. Respectfully, do you really love your kids? No, oh, shoot. Some of y'all ain't going to like that. Let me take some water. Let me take some water because y'all ain't going to like that. Show me your money. I'm going to show you where your heart is. Here's number two. I ain't gonna lie me. That's fine. Planning. Planning. You gotta make time for your goals. You see, once you've established that your goal is worth pursuing, right, uh, you need to dedicate time to actually work on it. The most effective way uh, to do this is by literally doing time blocks. You gotta budget your time the same way you budget your money. Now, I'm about to say this and really piss some of y'all off. Some of y'all gonna be like, well, how do you budget your time? Because I don't budget my money. I get it. I get it. And so hopefully today you'll understand the importance of budgeting, period. You see, everyone gets upset about budgeting and budgeting and budgeting, but budgeting gives you freedom. It gives you freedom to really enjoy what you're doing during that time. When you're budgeting uh, for your money, um, 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 I was um, uh, about to uh, purchase something. No, 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 no. I'm going to be real with y'all. Let me go deep. Let me go, let me go deep. Now I'm going to say deep. Let me go real. Um, um, I set aside money every month. So prime example, I was going to ILS and I know when we go to ILS, God is going to do something amazing. And so I set aside a budget that I say, you know what, if God uh, moves, I'm going to sow a seed. I believe in sowing seeds, not saying that's on you, but I say, you know what, let me put this to the side. And so that way, whatever I can sow into, I can sow into, I set money to the side and, and it was a lot. It was a lot. And when uh, Bishop got up on stage and well, the leaders got up on stage and said, hey, man, I want you to sow um, into this man of God. I want you to sow into that. And I said, like, man, okay, okay, okay. And he asked for a number. And honestly, it stretched me to sow that much 
but I had already set it to the side. I was free because I knew, I already know it's not impacting my business. It's not in, impacting my personal life. It's not impacting nothing else, but I could have used that money for something else. Right. But I said, you know what? I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to actually budget my money for it. You guys, the same way I budget my money, I also budget my time. It's so time blocking. Um, it, it, it involves scheduling non-negotiable time slots throughout your workday and throughout your week to work specifically on your goals without any distractions. Zero distractions. Um, every single morning I get up and I work out um, and that's a time block and, I, and I, stay on, I stay focused on that for that 45 minutes. Then I have another block to where it's just nothing but reading and just growing my mind. Um, I really had to recently, I had to uh, get off of certain apps and, and certain things that was a distraction because it was stopping me from really studying and focusing on my time block, right? Because I was like, man, you know, why do I feel like I'm off somewhere? And I started noticing that I'm exchanging my time for things that are not valuable. They're not getting me closer to my money goals. They're not getting me closer to building a vision for my life. They're not getting me closer to my love life. It's distracting me from certain things. So you got to have, literally, you got to sit down some time and sit down, sit down and be like, you know what? For the next 45 minutes, I'm going to, I'm going to read. I'm just going to study. Uh, one of my good friends, um, he goes by Upset the Gram on Instagram, uh, Pastor Tim Ross. Uh, um, he, a lot of you all follow him, uh, the popular podcast, The Basement. And um, he said, you know, every single day, him and his sons, they read, they set aside time to study um, and read one chapter of the book of Proverbs every single day. And when he said that to me, I said, man, I'm going to do that. He said, for the rest of this year, every single month, we're reading Proverbs. It's 31 chapters in there. You go back, you read the book of Proverbs, boom. Next month, boom. You grow, Day one, chapter one. Day two, chapter two. And I was like, man, that's, that's honestly brilliant. So now I'm doing that. I set aside time to read. I set aside time to work on my goals. I set aside time every week to meet with my team members, just to check in on them, give them update on what the company is doing, how we're evolving. We have easy conversations. We have hard conversations. Um, we set aside time because that's what I value. Our goal is to be one of the number uh, one. I'm going to say the number one. I don't want to say I want to be number one, but we want to be one of the best organizations out there that's providing thought leader content, life-changing content that's helping you reach your money goals, that's helping you uh, take your own seat at the table, that's, that's helping you start your own business, that's helping you starting to build wealth. We want to provide valuable content. So every single week, I'm sitting down uh, with my content lady. We're going through content, Michelle, who runs our show. Y'all see her. Y'all just saw her at the beginning of this show. We're always taking time. I'm, I'm setting some time aside to study that. We just launched um, a program. Um, I set aside an hour a week so I can time block with my team to make sure that we're getting closer to our goals. The reason why the study said that out of the 20% of the people who actually sat down and wrote out their goals, only 30% of those 20% of individuals actually hit their goals. Why did the 70% who actually sat down and wrote write down the goals and hit it? It's because, number one, they didn't, they didn't really plan. They didn't make time for their goals. They didn't. Oh, I'm going to write it down. And you, you expect it to just happen? Y'all hear me say this all the time. I'm going to pray like it all depends on God, but I'm going to work like it all depends on me.
Studies are showing nearly right now, currently in the year 2023, that nearly 70% of people live in paycheck to paycheck. When you dive deeper into this study, study reveals that out of that 70%, a large portion of those are people who make over six figures. These are people who are living paycheck to paycheck because of inflation, because of job loss. But a lot of people saying, man, we have an income problem. And here's, here's the truth. We don't really have an income problem. We have a lack of utilizing our gifts and skills problem. You have the skills, you have the talents that God put on inside of you. And I want to ask you this question. I want to be very honest. Are you utilizing them correctly? Or are you just going to work, getting that check, coming home, and not really utilizing your gifts and skills to build wealth, to pay off debt? Well, listen, I am hosting a free, a 100% free masterclass here with the next few days. And I'm teaching people how to build a personal brand, how to use the gifts and the skills that God put on the inside of you and turn that into an extra thousand to $5,000 a month to go towards paying off debt, to go towards, you know, building an emergency fund, to go towards building a dream home. But I'm going to go even a step further. What if you can use the same principles I'm going to be teaching for free? You make an extra 1000 to 5000 but what happens if you could turn it into a six-figure income or maybe a seven-figure income within the next couple of years. Well, if you are ready to take control of your money, if you're ready ready to utilize the gifts and the skills God has given you to build a legacy, to build wealth for yourself, can you meet me? I want you to go to anthonyoneal.com forward slash save my seat. Again, that is anthonyoneal.com forward slash save my seat. Or you can click the link in today's show notes. It's 100% free. Come join me. Let me show you. Let me show you how we, my team and I, built a seven-figure brand and how we can put $1,000 in your pocket for the next 30 to 60 days. I'll see you soon. The reason why we've been able to build a seven-figure business is because, one, I understand my purpose. I understand, you know, my assignment. I'm making sure that I am aligned and I'm going that way. Then number two, I plan. I specifically sit down, I turn off my phone, (laughs) and I work the plan. I study. I'm I'm jumping on meetings. Um, I, I am making sure that I am evolving and the company is evolving. You see, by setting aside specific periods of focused work, you're more likely to make consistent progress. I'm going to say one more time. When you can set aside specific periods of focused work, not, 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 you know what I'm saying? Half focused work, focused work. Okay. Focused work. There's no distractions. We're, We're in a day and time to where, to where. Everyone's working from home and we got our spouses at home. We got our kids at home and I'm going to respectfully say this. I don't have any kids, but you can't be focused if you have your kids and your spouses in your office or working around you 24 seven. I think it's dope that you have your kids and you spend lunch with them, stuff like that. But when can you just really focus and study? When can you really focus and just really get it going? You have to eliminate your distractions. And sometimes family, friends, loved ones, girlfriends, boyfriends, uh, they can be distractions. And they're not trying to be distractions, right? But you got to know how to, hey, you know what? I'm going to turn my phone off. You got to put a thing on do not disturb. You got to close the door. And you got to focus. Because when you can set aside specific periods of focused work, says one more time, you're more likely to make consistent progress. If you're not seeing consistent progress, it's because you're not being consistent with the periods of time when it comes to focus work. Put in the hours, put in the focus work, and I promise you, you're going to be all right. Here's number three, priorities. You got, you, you got to set priorities. You got to break down your specific 
actions. Now that you um, have dedicated time, watch this, for your goal, decide how you'll spend that time effectively. Uh, uh. I want you to create a list. I want you to create a list of next actions uh, that will move your goal forward and focus on the most important um, item of each day. Okay. You're going to break down your goal into smaller, manageable tasks that will help you maintain momentum and prevent you from being overwhelmed. And, and what I mean by prevent you from being overwhelmed, I think sometimes because we just put so much, we got so much to do. We can look up on our board or we can look up on our calendar. There's a lot to do. That's cool. That's great. We all have a whole lot to do. If you're running a business, if you're a full-time worker and then you come home and you run your own business, you, we all have a lot to do. For me, what I've learned is I, 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 when it comes to budgeting my time, I even go deeper. Okay, cool. I got an hour of this time to work on this specific goal. What are the three things I need to happen during this hour? I got to research. I got to come up with a fact. I need to write a five points for it, right? Or let's say for me, it's my studying hour block to where I go out there and I just study content. I just read. Why? What am I reading? What am I reading for? So I'm not wasting my time just going out on Google or just going out and looking at different vlogs and blogs and, and stuff like that. Like, no, okay, I specifically want to learn, okay, what are the new numbers when it comes to investment this year? So now I'm like, I'm being very specific and I'm going to make sure that I, I'm setting priorities and I'm breaking it down with specific actions. I'm being, being very specific. What do I want to do? Okay, you, you want to... You you want to um, pay off your debt and you want to do this. Okay, when, you get your, when you get your check, boom, what's the very first thing you're going to do specifically? You're going to go to the bank. You're going to go online and you're going to make this payment. Or if you're saying, hey, I want to get out of, of debt, so I got to start making more money. Cool, great. How are you going to do that? You know what? For two hours a day, every single day, I'm going to come home and I'm going to work on my side business. Okay, cool. During those two hours, what are you going to do for the first 30 minutes? And why are you doing it? How does it help you get to that goal? The next 30 minutes, what are you doing? The next 30 minutes, what are you doing? The last 30 minutes of two hours, what are you doing? You have to get very, very specific with the actions when it comes to exchanging your time. If you don't create a list of next actions that will move your goal forward and focus um, on the most important items each, every, each and every single day, you're not going to be stewarding your time well. And when we don't steward our time well, we can't go nowhere. Listen, I'm going to say this. I've said this before. The greatest enemy to our success is our excuse. Oh, my gosh, man, I, I just don't have the time. No, you don't have priorities. You have time. You got 24 hours in a day. Oh, man, I, I work 10 hours a day. You still got another, what's that, 12 hours? No, 14 hours. <laughs> what are you doing? I get it. You got to sleep. 10 plus 18 is what? Eight. You really don't need eight hours of sleep. Okay, I, I really don't need like five hours of good sleep to be effective the next day. Some of y'all need to actually... Um, understand your body too. Uh, that's another subject, getting way off subject. But some of us really need to understand our body. How much sleep do we really need to rest? Some of us don't need eight hours. I know me, five hours, great. Six hours, oh man, I'm running hard. My body can't sleep like uh, more than six hours. It can't. 
But I do know to be effective, I need five to six hours of sleep. Anything less than that, I'm not gonna be effective the next day. My body's gonna feel bad, right? And so if I'm saying, okay, cool, I work eight hours a day here, I need six hours of sleep there, boom, that's 14 hours, I got another 10 hours that I could be effective. And let me say this too. Let me let me let me pause here. Let, let, let me let me let me pause here. Because I think sometimes when we're talking about money, right? Um, when it comes to priorities and breaking down specific actions, I think sometimes we can prioritize things outside of our families. And I say this from a humble perspective because I don't have kids, right? I don't have kids, and I don't want to. I don't want to sit here, sit here and act like I, I know everything, but man, over the last, I would say a couple of months, man, I've really been hearing wiser people than me, older people than me say, man, we, we're, we're getting the money. We got the great careers. We have the good business. But we're not winning at home. Husbands are saying, man, I, I, I could have been a better husband if I focused on winning at home. Wives are saying, man, I could have been a better wife if I was focused on making a home somewhere, a place that my, my husband wanted to come home to. I could have been a better parent. That's what I'm hearing. And let's go deeper. What I'm hearing is that if I would have prioritized my home, if I would have, if I would have broke down and created time slots just to be a husband, time slots just to be a wife, time slots just to be a father or a mother, time slots just to be a brother, time slots just to be a son or a daughter. And while I'm with, while I'm in that slot, assign specific actions. What am I gonna do with my son? I'm gonna go play basketball with him and I'm gonna leave my phone at the house. What am I gonna do with my daughter? Man, I'm gonna take her to get her hair done, nails done, as a father. A lot of us say, well, how does that help me make more money, Anthony? It, it helps you make a lot more money because when you could be a better parent, when you could be a better lover to your spouse, it frees you up to enjoy the time that you're not with your parents, not when you're not with your family because you know you're not leaving them hanging. And as a single man, and as I, as I am growing and evolving and, and, and really, 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 really getting more and more to the season of, man, I'm ready for marriage. I am already shifting my life to prioritize my family. Because I know when I get my wife, ooh, this is going way off subject, but we got to go there. I already know when I get my wife, my income is going to triple. And it's not just going to be because she's just stu like stupid smart. It's going to be because she partners with me and I can do more with a partner than I can by myself. But if I'm not prioritizing my time as a husband to grow a deeper connection with my spouse, I'm not going to really be able to hit the goals and the vision that I believe I should be doing because I'm not prioritizing my spouse when she's number one. And if I can prioritize connecting with her, I hope y'all getting this. I'm single, but I hope y'all married people are getting this. Um, um, if I can prioritize our relationship, 
The overflow of our relationship is going to go into the business. The overflow of our relationship, thank you, God, is going to go into our kids. The overflow of our relationship and us prioritizing us is going to go over into our community. It's going to go over into our friends. It's going to go over into uh, the kingdom. It's going to go over into our finances. It's going to go over into growing our business. It's going to go over. It's going to go over into our friends and peers around us. Why? Because I spent time to prioritize the gift that God has given me. And the gift is my favor, my best thing. And her gift is me. Now, I'm not saying men are prizes, but daggone it, men, we are special. <laughs> I hate it when I hear men say now, as I've grown, I used to think I was a prize too, but as I've grown, men, are, if you, we're special. I don't care about all the crap you've done in your past. I don't care about none of that, but men, you're special too. And women should prioritize. And let's be real. Women do prioritize their men. So what am I saying? If we're going to hit these goals, thank you, Holy Spirit, for giving me that one right there, boy. I don't, I don't be, he, he took that somewhere else. I ain't really know. You know what I'm saying? But I just, I'm just going to follow what's in my heart. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but when you prioritize that, when you prioritize your relationships, when you prioritize not just your love life, right? But watch this. When you prioritize the relationships, business relationships, friendships, right, that God has put together for you, when you can prioritize the, that time, there's so much that you could do. So much you could do, man. I specifically made time for friends. This month in June, I'm, I'm, I'm specifically setting time to go out with my pastor, my best friend, and we just... Go out and play golf, man. We talk about life. Watch this. We won't even talk about God. We're just talking about men. We'll talk about some of the issues that I've been dealing with as a single man and some flaws of mine and some things that, that, that I know that I need to get better at, that I'm battling with. He'll open up and share some things with himself. I mean, we create that space to just to be brothers, just to be partners. And I prioritize that relationship. And watch this. We're talking about money goals, right? It helps me because if I'm growing, if I am uh, scheduling time blocks uh, to to just get deposit into or to deposit into someone else, it helps me financially because it makes me healthier. And the healthier I am, then the better I could be with my money. Now, here, this next P, uh, I really want you to really listen to me on this one because it's very, very important. If you're going to hit your money goals, if you're going to hit any of your goals in life, because really there's some pivoted from just money goals to just life and period. So I just want to be real with you. Um, uh, we, we just we just hitting all things, all things, all vision, all goals, money, life, you name it. you got to be a good problem solver. You have to identify barriers to your success. Even the best laid out plans can hit massive roadblocks. So it is very, it is so essential to anticipate potential obstacles and develop strategies to overcome them. I'm going to say one more time. Strategies. I'm summing up right there. If you don't have strategies in place that can help you get through roadblocks, you're not going to be successful. Okay? You're not. You're not. Um, um, uh, me, my team and I hit a hurdle last month um, huge hurdle. Um, you know, we, we grew massively. We, we, we had a plan. Okay, man, it'll take us one year to hit this specific amount of people inside of our program. We did that in less than 30 days, but we did not have a strategy on what would happen if we grew that fast. Cause we did not know that 
it will grow that fast. And we got hit with a huge roadblock. I'm talking about freezing money. I'm talking about um, 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 we just grew so fast that we didn't have the strategy in place for the growth. So now I had to go back, fix that. And then now, watch this, I had to come up with a strategy for if this happens again, not if, when this happens again, here's the system, here's the strategy put in place so that now we can problem solve effectively because problems will come. The one thing that people do not teach us when it comes to success, one, success is expensive and success requires strategies to continue maintaining the success and growing. We all get excited about, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, go do this, go build this. And then you build it and then you do not have a strategy in place that would prevent you from actually falling back because problems will come. Problems will come. It's just, in the, and it's, 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 it's just a part of the process. Okay. Okay. Like, 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 like for an example, let's say you, you set out, you know, Hey man, I really want to pay off my debt. Um, and your car breaks down. Car breaks down, now you gotta pause. Okay, now you gotta pause. All right, cool, great. What do we do if our goal is to get out of debt, but our car breaks down? Well, what's the problem? The car, what's the strategy? Pause the debt. You pause paying off the debt because what you don't wanna do is say, I wanna get out of debt, and then you go borrow more money to pay for this problem. Now you put yourself deeper into debt. So the strategy is, okay, cool. We should have at least a thousand to three thousand dollars in our emergency savings account if we're paying off our debt. So we take the emergency money, we put that towards it, we stop paying extra on the debt, we pay our minimum payments, and we put all that towards getting the car fixed. Here's the key word there: fix the car. Don't get a brand new car. Okay? Now once you get that problem resolved, you refund your thousand dollars and then you attack your debt again. What is your strategy in place? You've got to be following proven systems, proven strategies. We have to come to a point to where we are problem solvers, not problem makers. When life hits us, we freak out. It's because we don't have a strategy in place. When, when, when life hits us, we freak out. You know why? Because we don't have a vision and, and a purpose deep down on the inside of us that can push us through the problem season. I think one of the preachers say it like this, you're either uh, um, going into a storm, going through a storm, or coming out of a storm. So one more time, you're either going into a storm, <laughs> you're going through a storm, I'm in the middle of a storm, or you're coming out of a storm. It's three seasons when it comes to life. And storms doesn't mean you got thunder and lightning and all hell breaking loose. No, thunder just, I mean, storms could just mean like, man, you're going through a trying season. But here's what I love about storms. We just went through like three days of rain here uh, last week. When I look at my grass, it's green and thick. Before that, it looked burnt. It looked like it was like dying. And I was watering the grass every single day. But when that storm came, when that rain came, oh my gosh. Watch this. It gave it all the water and then some. It fed the grass. The grass just had to make it through. <laughs> and look at it like this. When, when, when we're going through problems, the problem teaches us, okay, 
this is what I need to learn more of, or, okay, I can honestly deal with this. So when you come out the storm, when you come out the problem, don't look at it as if like, oh my gosh, man, that's, oh my God, I'm ready. No, what can you learn from the problem? How can you steward that problem well? And then now when you come out of it, how can you better prepare for when it comes back? Because it's going to come back, real talk. It's going to come back. It's going to come back. You've got to be a problem solver. So when God gives me problems now, I literally journal it down. Here's how I dealt with it. Here's what I'm going to do the next time when it comes back. Because success only attracts more issues to come, period. Oprah Renfee, dealing with issues. Barack Obama, dealing with issues. LeBron James, dealing with issues. Billionaires, dealing with issues. It's, 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 it's going to happen. And here's the last one that I think a lot of us slip over if we're going to hit our money goals. And that's number five, the last P, progress check. You got to stay accountable, you guys. To increase the likelihood of achieving your goals, I want you to find ways to hold yourself accountable. One method is to partner with an accountability friend where you regularly check in with each other to discuss progress and challenges. I am a part of a mastermind, and inside this mastermind, the very first thing we say when it's our time to talk is what's working. And then after we say what's working, we talk about what's not working. And when we say this is not working, it gives everyone the opportunity to speak into that problem. And then after that, the next one is, you know what? I need y'all to hold me accountable. Here's some of my goals for next month. Here's some of my goals for this year. Here's what I'm thinking. Then on the next call, when we get on the next month, we're asking each other like, hey, you said last month you want to do this. Did you do it? Hey, you said you want to get out of debt. Are you getting out of debt? Hey, uh, John, you just said you want to get out of debt, but you just bought a Gucci backpack for what? Hey, you said that you want to pay off your car, but you just traded in your car for a brand new payment and you recycled your six years of payment. That doesn't look like you want to get out of debt. Hey, you say you want to build wealth and start investing more, but you just uh, spent $600 on your weave. It doesn't look like you want to build wealth. Got to have progress check-ins, you guys. You got to find someone that will help you hold yourself accountable. Okay? Got to. Got to. One of the things that helped me with that is I put money on the line. So I invested into this mastermind. I invested into this mastermind because I put money into it. If I put money into it, I'm more liable to show up to these meetings. When I'm in these meetings... I'm really, 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 really being honest so that way I could really make sure that I'm not misleading myself, that I'm not misleading others. I got goals that I'm really trying to hit. And while I am this flawed man that is still working on other issues, I still need to be evolving each and every single day. The reason why we're not hitting our goals is because we just, we don't have, we don't have the plan to do it. And if you all follow these, these five P's, what is your purpose? What is your, how are you planning, right? What are your priorities? What are you prioritizing? Because I don't believe that you can balance life well. I think you got to set priorities. This is the priority today. This is the priority next week. This is going to be the priority. And understand that some things may not get 
uh, the same attention when you prioritize things, but that's fine. That's fine. You may have to update these priorities weekly, daily, monthly, however you need to do to get to your goals, but you got to have priorities followed by problem solving and then progress check-ins. I mean this. I mean this. These five P's help me win. These five P's have helped me really, really accomplish my money goals and they're helping me accomplish my other money goals. I check in with my accountability partner and my coach all the time, weekly when we talk. And I pay him a lot of money. I pay him almost 10 grand a month to just hold me accountable and to coach me through. And you got to do the same thing. I'm going to hold you accountable. So what I want you to do is on a YouTube channel, on a YouTube channel. If you're on podcast, I want you to come up to the YouTube, YouTube channel. Um, I want you to type this in the thing, type this in the notes today. Uh, what are some things that you want to be held accountable for? Now, I won't be able to reach out to you all and hold you accountable, but I do want to pray for you on those things. So I want you to put them in the chat below. Put them in the chat below and say, hey, um, I want to get out of debt. Hey, I'm going to start my business. Hey, I want to be a better mother. I want to be a better father. Hey, I want to do this. I want to do that. Whatever that is, just type it into um, uh, the comment section. Write that down, and I promise you, I'm going to be praying over that. Then the second thing is, I need you to go find an accountability partner right now. And this is not a friend that's going to help you gossip, man. We got to we got to get out of that. You know, you got to get better friends that are saying, you know what, girl, I, I, you know, let's go. You know, bro, let's go. What, what you trying to do? All this other gossip stuff that we're hearing on Clubhouse, we're hearing on Instagram, we're hearing on Facebook, we're hearing all this. Like, you got to get rid of those people who love to spread gossip, but who doesn't want to spread um, peace, freedom, joy, encouragement, and hold you accountable. I got people in my life that will cuss me out out of love. They will literally say, you know, you said you wouldn't do this. Are you even doing that? No. And I got friends that if I don't do what I said I'm going to do, they'll let me go. Because they're like, we don't want people who quit. We don't want people who are always in drama around us. And that's how I am, man. That's how I am. I want freedom. I want peace. And I want my friends to help me do that. So I hope these five P's helped you today. Please, please, please write them down. Please, please, please. Do it, and I promise you, you'll be successful. I'll see you in the next show. Peace out.